Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to another episode of this beautiful, amazing 2022 astrology panel. I hope you are all absolutely loving what you have listened to so far in no particular order because you can listen to them at your own however it feels right for you um but today we have a really amazing guest on um uh, an astrologer i've been following um and friends with on facebook for a long time now a stellium a stellium libra which you know sings to my stellium in libra as well and my libra rising um and i'm, I'm so excited to have jen on today and and let's introduce jen Jen, um, all the way from uh, the US. <laughs> so it's morning here and an evening there. So we've done so well to align to get this together. And we've just been chatting and so excited to share this joy with you. Um, but welcome, Jen, and, and we're so blessed to have you here, darling. Thank you so much, Johnny. This invitation means a lot to me. Thank you. And thank you to everyone for tuning in and joining us today. Mm, so exciting. So firstly, as everyone knows, the first question to all my astrology panelists, are: what got you into astrology? Was it a certain moment? Have you always been into it? You know, what are you doing with it now? Um, and how are you living it? So let us all know your little journey, Jen. Yeah, I have always been into astrology. Um, I don't know if these existed in Australia, but in the 80s, when I was growing up, there were these little beautiful scrolls that you could buy. They were tiny and they were wrapped in plastic and they were $1. And on my way to school, I must have been 11, 12 years old. I'd ask my mother for a dollar and I would get the Libra one because my son is in Libra and I would read my horoscope each week and I was addicted to them. And then a couple years later, I worked at a new age bookstore. I grew up in Manhattan in the West Village and the Llewellyn calendars were there with all of the glyphs. And I made a vow to the universe. I said, please let me understand this language at some point. But I was so intimidated by it. So I kind of set it aside for many decades. And then I stumbled upon a woman named Diane Booth Gilliam, who is the creatrix of yoga astrology. You might be familiar with her. And so I was a dancer and a yoga instructor. And I thought, what a beautiful way to get deeper into things like the glyphs, the little sign signatures that we see in the chart. And um, I did a, a certification with her that I completed back in 2013. And it was a beautiful deep dive into astrology through the body. So it's yoga astrology. And that's something that I still use very much today. I run a program called Sanctuary that I facilitate every morning and it's yoga astrology based. So we look at where the sun is, where the moon is, the body correlations. We do a little bit of gentle movement. And then I speak to everything that's happening in the sky every single day. We meditate together. We build a great community. So um, yeah, after yoga astrology, I went very deep into chart reading. And um, right now I'm offering a book club. And when we move into Jupiter and Pisces in a couple minutes, when you and I are ready to dive in, I'm actually going to share a passage from the book we're currently reading in my astrological book club to talk about Jupiter and Pisces. Mm. Oh, I just, it's, 
It's the best question to ask an astrologer. I mean, I just love asking, so how was it for you? And there's, you know, two of my panellists so far, Pisces, Sun, both said we'd like lay out and look at the vast skies and know that there was more. And, you know, and I love this. Of course, there's this intellectual. Are you a moon Libra as well? I'm not. I'm a Gemini moon. Gemini moon. Yes. Okay. That's right. That's all. I remember that because I was, when I was just washing my hands, I remember you messaged me years ago going, tell me what my mother was like with my Gemini moon in the fifth or something. Was it? Six. Six. Mm-hmm. I was Six, close. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Um, but just this, this intellectualizing uh, astrology by getting these little things and reading your and reading what was happening for you as a little girl. I love those little <laughs> scroll ideas. No, we didn't have them. Not that I'm aware oh, of. They were um, brilliant. Amazing. And oh, it's just the, my favorite question because it just lights me up too, because, you know, astrology has been my language since I was nine. And it's the only thing that I can r- retain. It's the only language that I really lands for me and that I speak. Mm-hmm. So when I hear everyone's journey with it, it just, it's just so exciting. So thank you for sharing that. And the yoga astrology sounds beautiful. It's so important to, Uh, you know, connect to the physical body, this 3D human physical form as well, because of course, all signs have a correlation to the body as well. So it's, and it always just is so accurate to what's happening, I'm sure in your community with the alignment of what's going on, that you move through those, you know, whether it's heart or arms or whatever it is um, uh, every specific day. So what a beautiful commitment that you've got, Jen. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. Sure. So beautiful. So, yes, so we do have Jupiter in Pisces. So, so far on the panel, we've had Jupiter in Aries. We've had the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction. And and we, we have this very quick but deep transit of Jupiter in Pisces and one close to Jen's heart because she is a Jupiter in Pisces native. So um, I'm sure she'll have a little chat about that Jupiter return coming up too. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm super excited to hear uh, your, your heart feels around uh, this gorgeous, gorgeous uh, transit that we get to experience next year. So I'm going to get my pen ready and get ready for notes and... Um, I'm going to listen with everyone else. So, okay. Wonderful. Can't wait. So, when you approached me and said, Would you like to be part of this 2022 panel? I was delighted. And then you said you could pick any topic. And my eyes and my heart just got so huge because the first thing that came through was Jupiter and Pisces. It was, you know, a, a nanosecond. And I was like, <laughs> I know exactly what I want to discuss because I have been looking forward to this for a very long time. So, um, you know, Jupiter, let's start with Jupiter. Jupiter is about opportunities, about expansion, and it increases and amplifies whatever it touches. And so it's going to be amplifying Pisces, which is very much about unity and oneness and feeling connected and touching the divine. And there's this beautiful book that you might be familiar with. It's called Untamed by Glennon Doyle. I am literally reading it right now. Not Are you serious? I'm halfway through. It is amazing. Well, I don't know if our time zones would work, but if you want to join me, we're starting another book club in about a week. We're doing another round because the first one was popular and they said, let's do it again. So I said, okay. So it's, uh, yeah, this is such a beautiful, beautiful text. So I'm going to read you a couple of paragraphs that to me really illuminates Jupiter and Pisces. So thank you to Glennon Doyle for this. Mm. She's talking about her youngest daughter, Tish. Tish and I have been trying to collapse the gap 
her birth created between us since we turned from one body into two. But our separation keeps getting wider with each step, each word, each passing year. I brushed a strand of hair from her cheek and whispered, I feel lonely in this skin too. Remember when we were at the beach today and we were watching that little girl wade into the waves and collect seawater in her little plastic buckets? Sometimes I feel like I'm one of those buckets of sea next to other buckets of sea, wishing we could pour into each other, mix together somehow, so we're not so separate. But we always have these buckets between us. I told her that maybe when we were born, we were poured from our source into these tiny body buckets. When we die, we'll be emptied back out and return to that big source and to each other. Maybe dying is just returning back out from these tiny containers to where we belong. Maybe then all the achy separation we feel down here will disappear because we'll be mixed together again. No difference between you and me. No more buckets, no more skin. All see. Wow. So I love that idea of being mixed together again. Mm. And to me, that on a cellular level is what Jupiter and Pisces feels like. Mm. And we had a little preview of Jupiter and Pisces back in May into July of 2021. So I'll give you the dates. And these are US East Coast dates. So you'll always have to change for your time zone. But we had this preview May 13th to July 28th, 2021. So you might think back to that time period and see if there was some type of connection or opening or coming back together. Here in the US, that is when the pandemic restrictions started to lift and people started to travel again. People started to take the masks down again. People started to come together and mix once again. And so I really feel like, and I just thank you, Glennon Doyle, again for that passage. It's one of my favorites from that text. It really illustrates this idea that we are very much separate. It's like we're in our own little containers. Mm -hmm. And right now, while I'm talking to you, Jupiter is finishing up its stay in Aquarius. And sometimes it's good to look at what comes before to understand the transition into what's going to arrive. So Jupiter in Aquarius is very cerebral. It's very mental. It's very analytic. Aquarius is an air sign. So it's all about thinking and it's all about finding the best solutions, the best innovations, the best science. And we've needed innovations in science with the pandemic. And so it's been very much about detaching emotionally, zooming out and looking at things from a very rational perspective. Now, when we step into Jupiter and Pisces, and I'm going to give you some dates for that, that's going to begin, again, this is US EST time. It's Tuesday, December 28th. So just about a week after solstice, Jupiter will re-enter Pisces. And it's going to be there until May 10th. So it's a short time. That's my one thing we were talking mm. before we got on the call. My one problem with Jupiter and Pisces is that it's so short. Um, 
but it's moving now. Jupiter is moving now. So that idea of opportunities and expansion and growth and amplification moves into a water sign. Pisces is water. So it's emotion. It's going to be about driving from the heart instead of driving from the brain. And we're going to feel more opening towards compassion, towards forgiveness, towards oneness. And, you know, we've seen just an incredible amount of division and polarity in so many different sectors. And, you know, do we get the vaccine? Do we not get the vaccine? And in just in so many ways, that's just one example. And my hope is that Jupiter and Pisces is going to bring us together. And I like this idea of thinking from the heart once again. So it's very much about unity, oneness, a return to source, a return to nature. It's very much the idea that the body is a temple. So you may see more and more people saying that they do not want to get the vaccine because they believe in their immune system. It is very much about saying we don't need interventions because we are divine. We Mm. are divinity. And so it's um, a really interesting time as well in terms of spirituality. We'll feel an increase in spirituality. Those of us who already have a spiritual practice may deepen the practice. Those of us who haven't maybe considered it before might step step a toe in. And by the way, Pisces rules the feet. Mm -hmm. So it's the mermaid or merman tail that's going to be activated. And, you know, with Jupiter in this home placement of Pisces, it's the ancient ruler, the current ruler is Neptune, and they're going to come together. We're going to get to that in a moment. There is this sense of travel. There is this sense of transcendence. There is this sense of moving. There is this sense of of crossing oceans. So it's transcendent in a spiritual sense, like in your meditations, you're going to be able to go really far, but also, you know, maybe getting on a plane. Some of us haven't been traveling like we used to a couple of years ago, um, myself included, and my soul home is in France. And I'm really hoping to get to France during this Jupiter and Pisces alignment. So I'm very much excited for that sense of movement that we're going to step into. And this sense that there's infinite potential. You know, when we're in Pisces territory, it's like everything is possible. And so there's an uplift, there's an optimism, there's an opening that is very inviting. And so what I'd like to do is I'd like to give you a couple of key dates. So as we said, Jupiter will enter Pisces or technically re-enter Pisces Tuesday, December 28th. And then something very special is going to happen between April 8th and the 16th, Jupiter and Neptune. So the two rulers of Pisces, the ancient ruler, the modern ruler are going to come together in a conjunction. So it means they're going to be touching for about a week, mid April. And everything that we talked about in terms of feeling like everything is possible is going to feel even more possible. So everything that's intoxicating, that feels like bliss, that's uplifting is going to be even more amplified. And so I want to put out a couple of cautions around that. And um, 
I'll get to that in a minute, but I just want to run through a couple more dates, but it's a really beautiful time this April 8th through the 16th when Jupiter and Neptune dance together. Then there is what I call the divine love portal, great gorgeousity from April 26th to May 2nd when Venus, Neptune, and Jupiter come together. The moon also comes in all in Pisces from April 26th to 27th. To me, this is like cotton candy galaxies. Honestly, this is going to just feel so yummy. I'm so excited. And then shortly thereafter, Jupiter wraps up his stay in, in, in Pisces and enters Aries. And that happens May 10th. So this is pretty fast. So I want to give you just like a little overview of the yumminess and then the cautionary tales with this. So the positives, oneness, union, compassion, forgiveness, driving from the heart, intoxication, bliss, spiritual transcendence, travel opening up, creativity. One side note about creativity is Pisces rules cinema, Hollywood, so everything that is imagination, you can expect a lot of brilliant projects coming out on film and with photography. Um, I think Netflix is going to be making some just really cool projects that we'll get to taste soon after this time period. Um, and yeah, so it's a beautifully creative time to really tap into your imagination through any form of artwork, any form of meditation, dance, whatever moves you and really stirs your soul is going to be really gorgeous. And it's a time to learn how to float, to trust, to surrender. Now, cautionary tales. We can also call this, for some, the chaos quagmire. Okay. So you might also feel the flip side of this is overwhelm. It can feel like a tidal wave. You can feel lost at sea. You can feel a loss of control. And projections, like we talked about the whole Hollywood glamour side, projections have a negative side as well. And they're certainly going to increase. So you want to watch your own personal projections. And make sure that you're staying really grounded and based in reality, really anchored in your feet, in your mermaid, merman tail, so that your imagination can really fly, but you stay on solid ground. Really important. It's a time where there can be denial, evasion. Boundaries are going to melt away and dissolve. So a particular caution around substances. If you dabble in substances, be extra careful because it will not be clear where the line is to stop. So those around you who have abuse issues, you might want to check up on them, keep an eye on them. That's December 28th through May 10th. But overall, I have to say cotton candy galaxies. I'm so excited. Like Tarani mentioned, I'm having a Jupiter return. Check your chart. If you're familiar with your chart, look to see if your Jupiter natally was at Pisces, because if so, a 12-year cycle is coming around. And this for you is 
extra expansion, extra blessings, and also caution, maybe some overdoing as well, but a lot of beautiful things. Mm. That was just it's a pretty a, big download. Uh, no, but so Piscean, you know, really channeling that expansion and wisdom of Pisces the way you've shared everything loving the film predictions and those insights love the mermaid mermaid uh, merman tail activation and mm-hmm. like Jen said you know it's the feet Jup- uh, Pisces rules the feet so you know the anchor that we do need to stay on the earth with this because yes um, Jen is so bang on that this is delicious and divine however the illusion and deception also becomes much more enlarged and this rose-coloured glasses way of looking at everything. And, yes, whilst I wrote here Jupiter and Pisces after, you know, listening to Jen, Jupiter and Pisces is hopeful. I mean, the hope that you have now just seeded all of us, Jen, it's just, it's, I mean, I've got goosebumps. That was so fluid and beautiful. Like I can't imagine your yoga astrology class must just bliss out listening to you. I mean, I know, I know not all transits are like this, but come on. I mean, you're the perfect person to be discussing this one. It was just, it was smooth. It was just smooth. And after what we've been through the past couple of years, Mm. we deserve some bliss. Yes, absolutely. We really do. Yeah, for sure. I love that. I, 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 you know, the fact that everything is possible and I love that returning to source, returning to nature, because that is anytime I'm talking about some sort of Neptune transit or something Piscean going on in someone's chart, I always say nature is your medicine. Nature is your medicine. And, and it was great to hear from you the transition from the Jupiter in Aquarius to Jupiter in Pisces, because as we all know too, when Jupiter did move into Pisces shortly for 2021 and things started alleviating in the US, I remember when Jupiter came back into Aquarius, there it all went down the drain. Like, you know, that this, this Aquarius energy, it, it is, it's contained. It is rigid. It is structured. It is, you know, everyone's sort of like, oh, you know, Aquarius, you know, Legay, the age of Aquarius. I'm like, you mustn't know much about Aquarius if you think that it's all love and light because it is not. Um, it is absolutely not. And Saturn not. in Aquarius. Absolutely. And then having Jupiter illuminate the Saturn increases the Saturn and that sense of restriction. That's exactly right. So it is going to be so blissful to have Jupiter move out of um, Aquarius. Yeah, I was just like, I'm over you in Aquarius, mate. Like, I am over you in Aquarius. Get on <laughs> out of here. Um, so I really loved that. And um, the the even just this gentle nurturing around substance abuse, you know, the way Jen has articulated, you know, look out for those people. And I often, I'm the same with this sort of, there's certain placements in your chart, there's certain aspect like transit aspects that are happening, like Neptune on the moon and things like that. You to be honest, I know that it's very in to do plant medicine every five seconds because doing ayahuasca makes me spiritual. It's like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Connecting to the divine and meditation, if you can do that without substance, you are reaching something within you that is extremely pure. Um, and when these sorts of transits come these are people that get lost in trips. These are people who get lost, who get brain damage from doing the drugs. And I know that that sounds harsh, but that's reality. When it comes to transits so heavy in illusion, when people then want to escape reality, 
through something like this, I mean, coming back into a normal sense of emotional intelligence and mental uh, capacity that is of, you know, soundness might not happen. And, and, you know, that's, that's the reality. That's actually the reality. And, you know, a lot of people don't want reality in spirituality or even astrology. They want the illusion, but it's not going to be like that. The thing is, is that this is such a magnificent transit and to, I think, to escape it, I'm talking this spiritual side of drugs. What what Jen talked about was check in on those people because that is so true, Jen. That was so heartfelt and beautiful because people that do have substance abuse, I think, are going to need support in those five months because it's going to be easy to dip back in. But it's this very spiritual entertainment industry that think that this is the way to reach spiritual enlightenment. I'm speaking to that. And if you escape this beautiful thing you've missed the point (laughs) you've missed the point of this transit if that's what you decide to do of course you do what you want to but I'm just saying that this is giving us something that's so much more connected and divine without having to use that that that's where the purity is it's it's going to be much more accessible to those of us who want to tap into divinity it's like the veils will be extra thin So you'll be able to, if you've had a hard time with meditation, come back to it, try it again, because you may just get an extra door open to you. Now you're like, okay, I get what this feels like. Mm -hmm. And there are so many different ways to do that. You know, it could be that you dance, that you walk, that you hike. There are all different ways to meditate and to touch the divine. And that portal is going to be a little bit extra open and available to us. And to me, that's what Cotton Candy Galaxies is all about. <laughs> Love that. And also just touching on before we start to wrap this up, just touching on that uh, Pisces will retrograde back into, uh, Jupiter will retrograde back into Pisces later in the year as well. So from May 10, Jupiter is there getting into Aries and we have um, had that on our panel. And Jupiter is also then, you know, he's been restricting this sort of and amplifying the Aquarius energy with Saturn there. But when Jupiter moves into Pi, um, to, to Aries, it's sort of there's this dynamic that's going to be this sextile with the fire sign and the air sign. So it's actually going to be really quite amazing. So 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 Jupiter and Aries, Jupiter's, Jupiter is like a banging planet for us to be following next year. Let's just say that. Like we want to watch him. We want to check our charts. If you're having, if you've also got Jupiter and Aries up to eight degrees, you know, You'll be having your Jupiter return too. So it's, uh, you know, I really embodied everything that you said, which is so Jupiter and Pisces. This is a time of embodiment, embodying our own divinity, embodying our own spiritual practice, practices, embodying our divine connection to the earth, which really feels very Lilith as well, reclaiming our sovereignty, re- reclaiming our autonomy. So it's actually such a divine, divine divine transit so I can understand how excited you were about sharing it and you've done I'm so glad you were the person to have shared this with us Jen because it was just like liquid gold the way you just spoke then I was just like does she have to stop can we just keep going it was liquid gold it was pure it was like water and remember that bucket story that 
you know, Pisces is the ocean, you know, so this is this, this is this very oceanic that we all come from this source and that what, what you wrote, uh, what you said, dying is just returning that Glennon Doyle said, and it's, it's this, can we all return back to the ocean as one during this transit, like as one unified, heart open, it's so beautiful. And our planet is so much in need of that having us all dance together again. Absolutely. So I'm so looking forward to that. Oh, and to sharing too. that with you all. Yes, that was just so 2022. Beautiful. I'm so excited for 2022. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's going to be a, a really, it's, 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 a, it's a good year because the years after that, they are big. They are huge. They are 2021 on steroids. They are 2020 on steroids. So enjoy next year. And there is this real element too of this very, um, you know, 2022 nearly feels like two halves as well. You know, that Jupiter and Pisces giving us this, you know, hope and optimism and, and divine connection is so beautiful but for only five months you know and then and then uh, that that second part of the year sort of kicks in and there's some other things going on there too which we've discussed in the panel so and some challenges definitely some course. challenges for 2022 and you yeah. know you at the us and its pluto return and mm. i don't know if you have anyone speaking to that mm-hmm. uh, that would be a beautiful subject to go into so there's I do yeah wonderful um yeah there's a lot to this year and it's lovely to look at the different facets of it and weave it together. So thank you so much for bringing us together on this panel, Tierney. My, it's just an absolute joy of mine. It's definitely going to be a, a definite new part of my business for sure is these panels. Um, so I just want to thank you so much, Jen, for coming on and being our liquid gold for our Jupiter and Pisces transit. I think that that, that video will be listened to many times just so that we can soak in those words and and um, yeah, it, it didn't need me to come in and, and converse because we just wanted to marinate in that divinity. So thank you so much. It was just such a beautiful share. And I'm so excited for Jupiter and Pisces as well. Thank you. It's going to be magical. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Take you. care, everyone. Blessings. Big love. Mwah.